Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Final hour of the Get Right right here on 105.3 The Fan for this Tuesday evening. I am Reginald Datatula. Well, I'm always Reginald Datatula, not just this Tuesday evening. He's always a three-time Hall of Famer, and his name is Chris Arnold. Ross Lebensky, sometimes here. Sometimes at home. I said that just for to try and get a rise out of him. He didn't do anything. He took it. He's cool, calm, and collected. Just shrugged. Well, I don't know that I go that far. (laughs) And you rolling with us. Uh, Appreciate you doing so. Hanging out with us. It's always good to have you and your involvement and your uh, investment in the show by texting into the truckrake.com text line. That number is 877-881-1053. Man, it's been a fun one thus far. Mm-hmm. It's been a fun day. Yeah, uh, a lot of a lot of sports. DFW wise, obviously the Rangers spring training continues to roll on. Our guys are out there. Kansas City Masterpiece G Bag Nation broadcasting from Surprise Stadium. There's a game today, but they were on the road. The Rangers were as they had a, a, a World Series rematch in a way against the Diamondbacks. Marcus Simeon opens the tally. In fact, you know what? Let's get your let's headlines going, yeah, right? Let's play it. Let's get your headlines going, and I want to get you this audio because. Uh, there is there was an audio webcast of this game with our friends Jared Sandler, Matt Hicks, who are you know voices on the radio call that you will hear during the season right here on 105 through the fan, your home of the World with Series Eric Champions, Rangers. With Eric Nadell, of course. He's Eric Nadell is going to be part of it for sure. Yes. Um, but in this instance, it was just Jared and uh, Hicksie, and Jared was the one that you want to keep an ear on because he was just getting the broadcast going. Marcus Simeon didn't care. He was ready to get active. Well, we're underway, and Marcus Simeon swings the first pitch. That one's hit out to left field. Going back on it is Vukovic. He turns, and that one's out of here. Onto the berm, just above the fence in left center. That's a deep part of the ballpark. It is 390 feet to the alley, and Marcus Simeon wastes no time. Eduardo Rodriguez's first-ever pitch is a Diamondback, is the very first home run hit by a Ranger this spring. I mean, Jared hadn't even sat down good. Yeah, yeah, he hadn't figured out the chair wasn't warm yet. Nope, it no. hadn't it hadn't it hadn't formed the imprint of his posterior. Official petition to start calling him Marcus Swimian. Is that what he? That's what he said. <laughs> Swing Swimian. Marcus Swimian. Does he got waves? Because that would really that'd be tough, right? If he had waves, because I know I'm trying to remember. We might need to work on that. I'm gonna I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna text. I'm gonna text Eric Chiafalo. He likes being uh he likes being wild in the clubhouse. Let's see if we can get that to to stick, Marcus Swimian, and especially if we can get a real hook on that. If he's you know got waves in the head or whatever, we can make that make that work. Um, but yes, 
opened the tally when it came to spring training home runs. Of course, Marcus Simeon, your second baseman, your Iron Man of sorts. He seems to play all the damn time, and it's good to see him go yard. But now that the, the, the tally was opened, it was nice to see this continue. It didn't take very long to get another home run. As Andrew Kisner, the dude who looks like he's probably going to be backup catcher for your Rangers, he decided to get in on the fun. This pitch is hit high into the air. Deep out into right field. McCarthy goes back onto the track. This one's sailing, and it gets out of here. Opposite field home run for Andrew Kisner. He had 10 home runs last year with the Cardinals. He goes oppo here today. Make it 4-1 in favor of Texas. 10-3 was the final in this one. Not that the score actually matters in these spring training games, but it was fun to see a lot of good offense from these Rangers uh, getting active in this game. To quote Eric Chiafalo, it was a long, dong party. Yeah, that is true. You did, you did have some long dongs. You know, I cannot, I cannot uh, deny what Eric Chiafalo has, what he has brought forward. So there you go. I don't care what face you look. That was technically correct, and as we know, that is in fact the best kind of correct. So yeah, shout out to the Texas Rangers active on Ross this. Ross is like, should I dump that? Yeah, no, no, you're good. You're good. We're a safe, we're a safe harbor too, right? Like, all the honestly, the person who should worry is me because that's probably going to get replayed at another time. You know what? I do not care. I'm okay <laughs> with it. Um, I What I said was correct. But no, uh, your Texas Rangers, uh, obviously looking good in some spring training games. You won't see those guys, but you will see another crop of guys playing at Surprise Stadium against the Los Angeles Dodgers Yeah, who will go work into Surprise, and that should be fun tomorrow. I believe that one Actually, I'll have to double check. I was going to say I believe that one was televised, but I actually don't know if that one was televised. You mentioned the first swing for Simeon. Yes, literally first Shohei swing. in his first at-bat. Second at-bat. He Second actually struck out on the first one. Yeah, yeah. First game as a Dodger. Yes, yeah, and he he went yard. It was, yeah, he's he's and it looked like a problem. It sounded like a problem. That dude is indeed a problem. By the way, he will not be playing tomorrow. Yeah, I would highly doubt it yeah, because Jerry was saying he's every other day. Yeah, it does seem like a lot of these guys end up going every other day. All right, we got the audio. Ross wants you to hear. Just just listen. Listen for the crack of the bat because it's insane. Swung on, hit high in the air to left and deep. This ball carrying. This ball is gone. It is Dodger debut. Shohei Otani brings them to their feet. A two-run home run. That's what they've been waiting for. That's right. Definitely <laughs> what we wait for. Marcus, or sorry, I was about to say Marcus Simeon because of this. Go ahead and read it. So yeah. <laughs> we got a text. <laughs> oh, my goodness. From 817 says, hey, we need to CC Chuck Morgan. Get you a Marcus Swimian bobblehead. A bobblehead of Marcus Swimian. Uh, his home run in a home run swing with a detachable helmet revealing his waves. Yeah, I want it. I want it. <laughs> and hell, because it's uh because it is the Texas Rangers and you know the DFW Dallas. Yeah, it's er- a, it, it'd be a it'd be a collector's item from the World Series champion make, Texas Rangers. Make sure it's got a shag on it. Oh, definitely. A you know shag what I mean, right? Like if, if we're if we're already changing his hairstyle, why not go all the way with all it? Way. Make sure that people know. That it is from North Texas, indeed. There's people listening right now. They're like, "What do you mean by a shag?" And don't worry about it. If you know, you know. That's what's going to be one of those things. Shop, you know. uh, now, one of the things that you, I don't know if you want to know it, but we we saw this live and it was insane. Your Dallas Mavericks were on the road Damn. playing against the Cleveland Cavaliers. Another one of the test games. It feels like on on this four game road trip. That's really, you know, looks like it's going to 
poke and prod at this new look Mavs team to you know yeah. kind of test what 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 we got what we've got going. What, yep. How good is this team really? He, Cleveland Cavaliers, I thought would um, you know be a real interesting test. And for a while, it looked like the Mavs were passing that. In fact, they had a ten point lead with about five mm-hmm. minutes left to go. The Cavaliers decided not so fast. They knocked down seven three pointers in a row, seven in a row with four minutes left in the game. Four four three pointers by Max Struess, and then finally, with two seconds left, he puts up what is being accounted as a fifty nine foot heave. Nothing but net. The Cavaliers win 121-119. Of course, he was mobbed on the floor by his teammates. They were spraying water on him while he was doing his post-game interview. Crowd was st- they probably are still in that building. And this is a team. <laughs> well, the the crowd might be. The the Cavs, unfortunately, can't be. They got they yeah, got somewhere they to be go to Chicago. And um, the Mavericks had to leave, too, going to Toronto. But they, that, Luka Doncic had 45 points, 14 assists. Uh, nine re- rebounds, one rebound a shot from a triple-double. He turns 25 tomorrow. Kyrie had 30 points for the Mavericks. Um, the Mavericks only lost two times in the last 10 games, but it's a two-game losing streak because they had won. Um, seven in a row. Seven in a row at one point. Yeah. And so, yeah, it's it, it was a tough loss. It's I still think that there's a lot of good to be learned. Oh, yeah. Um, in and fact, by the way, they only had five turnovers in this game, so it was a damn shame. But not a lot of assists. We were talking to Bobby right. Corella. In fact, it, at bring, it up, bring it up. At 8.20, if you've got the Radio Rewind feature, go back and listen to that way. And, of course, it will end up on the podcast. Uh, so check out 105throughthefan.com, the podcast mm-hmm. page, wherever you get your podcast. Check out the Get Right, man. We talked to Bobby Corella at 8.20. Um, immediately after that game, and he was breaking it down. He was talking a little bit about how it seems like over the last couple of games against the Pacers and, of course, here against the Cavs, you've seen those two teams, maybe maybe not necessarily just as like a chess match of how to play the team, but maybe just because of their personnel and how they stack up. They really went with respecting Luka Doncic's passing and Kyrie Irving to an extent as well, and maybe not necessarily blitzing him and sending multiple guys and then playing three on four on right. the back end, but more staying at home with all those other guys Letting Luca work on us on one on one and not allowing him to move the ball around, not allowing that ball to jump around, and making Luca have to work for his work for his supper. He scores forty five in this game. You mentioned that he was a rebound away from a triple double, yep. but nobody else goes off besides Luca and Kyrie. It's those guys that really have the big points. Everybody else is pretty muted. Forty five for Luca. Kyrie has thirty. Your next highest score is PJ Washington with eleven, which was nice to see him mm-hmm. put he some was points a plus together. Eighteen on the floor. But other than that, no nobody else in double digits, nope. and that ends up being really tough, including a heartbreaker at the end. So, as you mentioned. Mavs will be back in action tomorrow. They don't have a lot of time to be able to dwell on this. They'll be back in action tomorrow in Toronto, in uh, Canada, facing off against the Raptors, who themselves are on a little Since bit the of All-Star a three-game break, win streak. In fact, uh, it, it, it is a funny note that I will make a headline here. Um, Darko Rajkovic, who is their head coach, apparently after their last win, walked into the uh, walked into the, uh, the the dressing room, the locker room, and apparently he had promised to buy dinner. For these guys, that they managed to get a few wins, they 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 met up to uh, the challenge, and apparently someone asked for a pizza party. So it seems like the Raptors gonna get a little bit of a pizza party uh, to at the benefit of or at the cost of their uh, head coach. He will he will pay for it. Uh, do you feel like that's a good uh, way to try and get professional basketball players to play hard, offer pizza parties? You'd be surprised. You'd be surprised. It's the littlest things that get these guys excited, <laughs> like a turnover belt. I mean, who thinks that? Just a turnover belt. Yeah, that's right. But it's an opportunity to stunt. And you know exactly. what? Stunts fun sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, so let's continue to get you your headlines on this evening. I guess I should let you know 
Your Dallas Stars are in action as well. They're facing off against the Colorado Avalanche. And, oh, boy, the Avs are doing their thing at Ball Arena in Denver. 5-1 to one is the score at the second intermission. Uh, Nathan McKinnon clearly scores because Nathan McKinnon will. Also a name that you might be familiar with, Yoel Kiviranta for the, the Avs also has scored in this one. For your, for your stars, uh, Jason Robertson, Wyatt Johnson assist. Uh, Stankoven. Logan Stankoven, the young guy who has gotten his second goal now for your Dallas Stars, he is your one goal scorer in <laughs> in this game. Not laughing at Logan. I'm laughing at this text that comes in on the truckwreck.com text line from the 214 that says, Pizza Party, how how corporate, great teamwork. <laughs> but, yes, uh, that's funny. Boy, Unfortunately, that is not so fu- funny. Not funny is the way in it which. It is funny, not funny. That's sarcasm at its best because that's what they do. Yeah, but uh, corporate boy, they will do that instead of give you some money. They sure will. They sure will. Still a pizza party. And so, yeah, we're we're seeing we're seeing the stars' defense again tried in this game as again. By the way, uh, five and one. Yeah, five and one for the uh, stars. Back to the Mavericks real quick. You go on Twitter. You know, Mavericks Twitter is very toxic. It can be. They're blaming that loss on the refs. They're even. I mean, they're breaking down all these blown calls. And I'm only bringing this up because um, before we went on the air. Mm-hmm. On uh, I think it was on ESPN, they had all these different interviews with these coaches mad and getting fined by all these bad calls at the end of these games. Especially, I know, Monty Williams. Monty Williams, and was, he just went off Detroit because uh, the New York Knicks mugged his his, uh, his yeah, uh, guy. Alsar Thompson, I always say yeah. his name incorrectly. Apologies to, to that Thompson twin. He got a steal late in the game mm-hmm. that should have allowed them to go win the game. Um, uh, Dante DiVincenzo barrels into yes. uh, Alsar, and no call is made. The ball comes loose. The ball ultimately finds its way around, and the Knicks are able to get a game-winning mm-hmm. layup that wins them the game last night. And so that puts – or actually, was that – yeah, that was last night. And that, yeah, last that put night. Monty Williams in a place where he he ends up in the post-game press conference, and he goes after the rest. Oh, and I yeah. think – it was it was very obvious when you have a clattering together coming together like that, especially where it was very obvious that one party was involved or one party was at fault. Man, it, it's incredible to have no call whatsoever to show up there. And I don't know. I think it's been years, literal, maybe like five, six, seven years since mm-hmm. a a protest was filed and successfully won. I do wonder if the if the Pistons are able to get that to happen in this case. Well, because it was you say so it's obvious. been a long time. It's not about one. What the NBA does because they were talking about in this special. That's the only reason. Or that's this feature, this segment they were mm-hmm. talking about. When the Knicks just before the All Star break, when they uh, Jalen Brunson was called for fouling, uh, I forget which team they were playing, and he did not foul him mm-hmm. on a three, and the guy got the three. Uh, won the they won the game. Uh, the NBA said, "Yeah, it was." Bad call, but sorry, our bad. That's all they did. Yeah. So the Mavericks fans on Twitter, and like I said, it could be very toxic. This one fan in particular, this uh, one fan posted, in the last three minutes and 40 seconds of the Mavs-Cavs game, incorrect inbounds violation on Mavs, incorrect in, incorrect offensive foul call on Kyrie. Well, that in, that inbounds violation, that could just be, hey, man, you got you to gotta know the game. I know Kyrie wants to inbound the ball, but once once uh, THJ puts the ball in, that's kind of what it is, even though he, was, he wanted to kind of just change the inbounder. That one feels like that one feels like it's within the bounds, even though it's a technicality. Yeah, incorrect offensive foul call on Kyrie, which I thought was strange because they were showing the replays mm-hmm. of it. He was going in for a layup, and he was getting around the guy. The guy was grabbing him by his arm. Um, Josh Green tackled on a three-pointer. 
with 1.25 seconds to go with no call. And I watched that. I was like, he's shooting the corner. And they tackled him. Jared Allen, offensive foul, not called. Cavs make a three off of the illegal screen. Um, the other one, here's the other one. Um, P.J. not called for an and one on the last shot. Uh, even Bobby Carella said that could have been an and one on that, that mm-hmm. layup with two seconds to play. Uh, Cavs timeout called instead of a jump ball. Um, they also said uh, Kyrie's and one was also taken away. That was the one where he had the breakaway look through yes. the long pass. And so, like I said, they were blaming the refs for everything. They weren't blaming the Mavericks play. Mavericks played well. They just did not win the game. And well, like I said, we'll, we'll get an opportunity to see what also what adjustments happen. We were talking, exactly. we were talking about is it feels like the Mavs are no longer in that place where it's just like are they playing well or are they playing poorly in a game? I think now you might be as we're getting closer towards the playoffs of this all. Um, now the Mavs might be in a place where it's less about are you playing well, but are you are you matching the are you matching the um, I guess tactical yeah it's game more strategy. This, it's, right? you, you caught it early off there chess yeah they're they're getting to the chess portion of this and uh-huh. and at least when it comes to the Pacers and a little bit less with the Cleveland Cavaliers but somewhat there I think that the chess match of it yeah, is, we're gonna find is out uh, to, Toronto and we're gonna find out in Boston primarily yes, on Boston. on a Friday night that game's gonna be at ESPN Boston for those who aren't keeping up they have not only have the best record in the NBA they've only lost three home games they got the best home record in the NBA and there's articles coming out one in the athletic is this the greatest Boston Celtic team ever? No, nah, that's too much right there. That's, there's a lot of great Boston Celtics teams. There's but a lot of great ones. They've got a lot of things to be able to do to live mm-hmm. up to that. Um, how about this? Is Again, we've been giving you some updates on up, uh, upsets in college basketball. It happened again. Number seven, Kansas loses to BYU. Rock chalk? And this happens at Fog Allen Fieldhouse. No. 76-68, BYU overcomes a 12-point deficit to pull off a unlikely road victory in a comeback effort mm, against mm, mm. the number seven Danny Kansas. Danny Ainge doesn't even play Jay for Hall. BYU anymore. <laughs> <laughs> send, send in your BYU basketball names. Yes, Jibber Fredette is going to come up. I would love to see it. <laughs> um, so you have that. Also, uh, are you familiar with Anthony Kim? So yes. Anthony he hadn't uh, played golf in a long time. Now Twelve years back. to be exact. Uh-huh. Uh, he was kind of looked like looked at as a golf prodigy, but you know he kind of just mm-hmm. kind of faded away mysteriously. Um, and he is a Dallas resident, so shout out to him. Mm-hmm. He's gonna be he's coming back to professional golf. He'll be playing in Jeddah, Lip, Saudi Arabia Lip this tour. week as a wild card on the Live Tour. That's right. Mm-hmm. And so yeah, it's a, a big time return for a guy who. Has a fairly big name and hasn't mm-hmm. been seen for a while, so hopefully he gets an opportunity to play well uh, in Saudi and on the Live Tour and obviously represent Dallas. So that I thought I saw that I thought that would be that was a really cool thing that was happening. And real quick, another headline if you care at all from the two one four Jim McMahon. All right, yeah, we've been to the, BYU football to the football of it. Um, but then also real quick, if you care at all about the hockey or not the hockey, I mentioned the hockey. Care at all about soccer, especially when we talk about English soccer. Um, Manchester City played Luton Town in the FA Cup. It's one of those tournaments that's outside of just like the league itself. Erling Holland scores five goals in this thing. Uh, Kevin De Bruyne with four assists as they just rout this team that is clearly not as good as them, mm-hmm. right? Luton Town is not necessarily, not nearly as good. They're just barely holding on in the Prem right now. And they get into the FA Cup and they just get a beat them down. I just thought it was funny, man. He put five of them things on them. Six and that's eight, not something that happens. Six eight two said, Reg, you need to chill. You said Kansas lost too much gusto. 
Oh yeah, and I was happy about it. <laughs> I, 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 I want to deny that I'm happy about it. Yeah, he would. Jared, Reg spent some time in Kansas State. He yeah, that's right. Love hold, for Kansas. Hold that, Kansas. Hold that. <laughs> um, and you know what, Sean I, Bradley. <laughs> I but I don't hold it against Kansas because again, this Big Twelve and particularly this college basketball season all the way around has been a mess. It's been nonsense. Teams have been beating other teams that you did not anticipate all over the place. We we have another uh, another number one seed again as Houston is now number one in the rankings again. After I forget who lost, uh, recently actually, the, all sorts of things happening in college basketball. Um, so you mentioned TCU. I know TCU uh, ended up they lost to Baylor that game. But who were you mentioning? I th- was it UConn before? It was UConn. They lost that. And they mm-hmm. lost that uh, game after winning 14 straight. It's just all over the place. So college basketball, wild out here. March Madness is about to happen. In fact, I'm looking at highlights of Mississippi State taking Kentucky. Down to the wire. So all sorts of things happening State. Uh, in college basketball. So get right right here on 105 through the fan. Those are some of your headlines on this evening. Uh, coming up next, I am in with the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. He is currently swaddled in a nice green blanket, but he's still prepared to give you some CA Stories Confidential. You mentioned England. Did I tell you about the time I went to London and with the Cowboys and ran into Run DMC? Run DMC walking down the street. No. Oh, that story must be told next on 105.3 The Fan. So get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Reginald Datatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold. Got you down. Thanks for rolling with us on a Tuesday evening in the Metroplex. Lots of sports have happened on the day. We'll recap all that in the final call coming up next. But right now, though, I'm, when I'm, whenever I'm hanging out with the three-time Hall of Famer Chris Arnold, I'd like to get a little story from his life. Uh, a little slice. A little slice in CA Stories Confidential. Well, appreciate you, Reg. Appreciate you, uh, Ross. And appreciate all the Tolos and listeners. Allow me to share some of these stories from all these years being on the radio. And y'all allow me to have an interesting life. And this is another one from back in the day. Mm. All right. So back in the day, first time I ever went to London, it was when the, I was covering the Cowboys versus the Chicago Bears at Wembley Stadium. We were there for an entire week. They called it the American Bowl. This was when Tom Landry was coaching the Cowboys. Walter Payton was playing for the Chicago Bears. This is back in the day. It was like, I want to say it was like 1986. So, you know, I'm there for a whole week, and, you know, I'm in my 20s, and like I, I'm getting out and about. Players get out and about. I'm out and about. And I went out with a couple of Cowboy players to this club, this London club called Limelight. It was like the place to be. It was like a huge club disco scene. Okay. It was European. It was like this place. Tech what kind, music. Okay, I was about to say what music? Techno all music. Kinds, all kinds. All kinds of music. Tech music. I mean, American music. All kinds. Of just the latest music. Got you. Okay. And everybody's dancing, hanging out, and then we get to go in the VIP because it's cowboy NFL players, right? We go in the back. DJ's back there, and guess who else is back there? Shaka Khan. Shaka Khan? Shaka Khan, Shaka Khan. Okay. And that's when she said, feel feel for you. Feel for you. Mm-hmm. I think I love you. Uh, that was her hit. She was back there at the DJ in the VIP room. And so was this group from England called, this girl group called Bananarama. Yes. They were the Spice Girls before the Spice Girls. So they're back there and all that. And um, we like it was great. And it was like, you know, by the way, bars and stuff don't close in London 
at night. They just stay it's, open. It's a huge city. Just it's it's a huge it. metropolitan area. I mean, it's it's kind of like I think imagine New York City. Mm-hmm. You'd have that feel where it's just like, look, yeah. man, they really it, yeah. don't close. They like really don't close. So uh, Tom Landry, because it was a an American Bowl game, which is like a preseason game, and it was early in the week. He didn't have a curfew yet. So Doug Cosby, uh, the tight end I was hanging out with, he, he and another tight end, I forgot this guy's name, but we were, he said, let's go to another one. Let's go someplace else. Mm-hmm. This place is killing it. We've been at Chaka Khan back here, Bananarama. Got make some requests to the DJ at whole nine yards. It's cool. Let's go to another one. So we get in this cab, and while we're driving down in this cab, which, you know, the driver's on the left side of the yeah, what is what are you doing? Oh wait, the, that's how y'all drive. Me on the right side. Yeah, they're driving on the left side. And the driver sits on the right side, and it's like we're driving down, and I see walking down the street. Walk this way. It was Run DMC. <laughs> just just in in London. Yes. Well, here's the deal. I had just played a softball game with them in Dallas. Really? The week before, they had played the K104 staff. In a softball game, a charity softball game. That's incredible. Yes, I swear. So I'm like, wait a minute. There's DMC and there's Run and Jam Master J. Right. And so I said, hey, where are y'all going? We're looking at, they say, yeah, that's a dude from Dallas. We just played just some softball. I said, where are y'all going? We're going to this place called the, the Wag Club. The WAG Club. The WAG Club. That's W-A-G. WAG Club. They said, yep, it's this place called the WAG Club, and it's on top of a Chinese restaurant. That sounds fire. And everybody says, this is the place. You either know about it or you don't. That sounds like the perfect situation for a club, because now we we done, we done turned up, we probably a little, you know, lubricated, for lack of a better term. Yeah. Let's go get some Chinese food, and we don't got to walk far. Just go upstairs. That's that's a lead. They sit on top of this Chinese restaurant. I love it. So I said, hey, y'all want to ride? Yeah. So they jumped in the cab with us. We go over to the WAG Club. They name the Chinese restaurant, and then, you know, you know the password, get up to the WAG Club. Oh, wow. It's that. It's like it's that. It's like that. Okay. Because it's DMC. They know the password. Sure. We go on the WAG Club. It had to be about 4 in the morning, 3 in the morning. Oh, wow. Y'all was doing it for real. I told you. Okay. The clubs didn't close. We go on the WAG Club. It was empty. <laughs> Nobody was in there except for one person. One single solitary person. Sitting at the bar was Jim McMahon <laughs> from the Chicago Bears. This Cowboys playing the Bears. McMahon is in there. And he's still, and I introduced him to Run DMC, and we're sitting there talking and chopping it up, and he's wearing his sunglasses. You know, he's always got sunglasses yes, on. Yes, he does. And I asked him, I said, Jim, it's 4 o'clock in the morning, man. Where you still got sunglasses on? He said, man, y'all don't, don't understand. You, you really don't understand. I wear these sunglasses because when I was a little kid, my sister poked me in the eye with a fork. I said, what? Wow. He said, yeah, I got my eye. It's, it, when it's, the sun is too bright or the lights are too bright, it, it hurts my eyes. Mm-hmm. It's all because my sister poked me in the eye with a fork. Sisters, man. So isn't that crazy? Uh, so wild. I'm telling this story because, you know, I told this story I had a TV show back in the day called On the Beam. Mm-hmm. And on this TV show, I interviewed DMC from Run DMC, and he will verify this story. You found it on YouTube, right? Here we go. Listen. Thanks, Scott. Chris Arnold with DMC of Run DMC. How you doing, buddy? I'm all right, and you? Oh, pretty good. Now, let's see. Last time I saw you, 
was in London. At the WAG Club. That's right. Last summer, me and some of the cowboys met right. you in the streets with, with Jay. We went over to the WAG Club where he ran into... Jim McMahon from the Chicago Bears doing what he always do, drinking beers. That's right. That was a fun time. <laughs> that was cool. Screaming I drank a beer with him, as a matter of fact. That's right. Got to throw down with Jim McMahon. Yeah. Hey, speaking of fun times, you guys just got through playing a softball game, right? With the number one radio station in Dallas, Texas. You have fun? Well, run as soon as we walked in the park, run whack, went high. It just sent a field, but somebody caught it. Yeah. And then Jay went up there, and he, it took him like two swings before he hit it. But, he, you know, they, they caught him. Like I said, Adam, Adam has some crazy stories. He said, I, I can certify this one. I got crazy That's stories. That's incredible. I got crazy, crazy stories. And by the way, when I see Jim McMahon, we talk about that too. I've only seen him a couple times in all these years, but we talk about the WAG Club. That's incredible. Mm -hmm. Wow. Okay. <laughs> just crazy. Yeah, it was just like, I mean, look, <laughs> I don't even know, like, y'all, it's not like it was like, hey, man, it was crazy in there. It was just like, yo, what are the chances that I'm all these things line up in such a way? Yes. Shaka Khan, Banana Rama, walking down the street and there's Run DMC. We jump, they jump in the cab with us. We go to the WAG Club and run to Jim McMahon. That's one night. Just one night in <laughs> London. <laughs> one night in London. Oh, the fortune of that is insane, man. Just, just crazy. I and, love and, it. And again, you had the Bears there. And the Bears coming off of that Super Bowl. You know, That's you right, had the yeah. fridge there. Walter Payton was there. I ran into Walter Payton low-key. Um... This is the craziest story. I went shopping in London. It's like I said, because the Cowboys were there, Bears were there. I go in this the the biggest department store in London. It's called Harrods. Mm -hmm, yeah, there, there was Walter Payton in there just shopping away, getting all kinds of stuff. Just like I said, we casually talked about some stuff and all that. So this story then in Wembley Stadium. By the way, when we went to Wembley Stadium for the game, yeah. Whenever the Cowboys go to these games. They always have a police escort with the buses. All the buses, like three right, buses. Right, so, so you can get to the places on right. time. And where because, you, need you to. know, there's always a crowd of people going to the game. Exactly, absolutely. In London, I was like, I don't know how we're going to get to the stadium because the streets are cobblestone out here. Because it's like Wembley Stadium's on the outskirts of London. And London's like a thousand years old. I'm like, how are we going to get these buses through the traffic and these cobblestone? I kid you not, the police escort had the buses going down the sidewalks. <laughs> what? Swear to God. But that also does mean that they got sidewalks that are big enough to put buses on, which I appreciate. They cleared them out, too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, move. Cowboys coming through. Get out the way. That's Get incredible. Way. Right, yeah. Anyway, does your CA stories competition? That's, what a night, man. Like, that's, I don't think I've had a single night that exactly mirrors the idea of star after star after star. And it's not, again, not anything that's super crazy, right? The, the story itself, but just, yo. It's just all Liga in one with this night. person, meet up with this person, meet up with this person. The most random collection of famous people. On a on a on a particular on a odd out-of-town trip. In London. In London. I totally believe you. Like, do not get me wrong, but it almost sounds like a fever dream. That's right. Just like random you, people intertwined. Right. Like And that's why we had to get the DMC to co-sign. So you know what it was. I'm not just making it up. And he had a beer with Jim McMahon too. Yes, he did. So you don't, you can't forget that part. Made his life. <laughs> <laughs> Walk this way. Talk this way. In my Adidas. That's right. It's uh, 
Thank you for that CA stories comment. And now you also know why Jim McMahon wears those sunglasses. There you go. Right? That, that's that's also a little nugget that you got in that as well. So there you go. CA stories confidential. Anytime that we have him here on the Get Right, I love to probe his brain and get a little bit of feel of the, the fantastic the stories, life man. and the stories uh, that you have lived. Let's get right right here on 105.3 The Fan. Appreciate you hanging out with us thus far on a Tuesday. Only a little bit further to go as we take you up to 11 p.m. It's the final call and we'll do it next on The Fan. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. So get right right here on 105.3. The fan, Reginald Datatula here with you alongside the three-time Hall of Famer, Chris Arnold. Got you down. We got Ross Lebensky on the ones two this evening. Thank you, sir, for all your fine work. And thank you guys for rolling with us here on your home of the Cowboys and World Series champion, Rangers 105.3, the fan. It's the final call here on the get right. It's been quite a day of sports uh, in our four Metroplex teams, but oddly enough, not in the Metroplex, right? You have obviously Rangers. Nobody's in town. Nobody is is in town. That's absolutely the truth. The Rangers, not even in town on where, where they are hanging out, right? Obviously surprise is the base for spring training. They went on the road to face the Diamondbacks in Glendale, Arizona. They get a win there. Oh, they Uh, own the Diamondbacks. Yes, they did. World Series rematch in a way. Yeah, Yeah, and and, uh, you still have Marcus Simeon home run on the first at bat. Take that. Kisner three-run home run. Ultimately, 10 runs scored in this one at 10-3 win there. Uh, Your Mavs on the road in Cleveland got a wild uh, finish in that one. They played pretty good basketball, all things considered, right? Mm -hmm. But unfortunately, a heave. At the end of the game by Max Struess. foot heave. Wins the game for the Cavs. In fact, the Cavs knocked down seven three-pointers in the last five minutes or so. And That's the only shots they took. It was crazy. Yeah, I mean, or during the course of the game, you definitely saw the ways in which the Mavs were trying to, like, clog the paint in a way. Make sure to keep, uh, you know, the guards, yeah. Darius Garland, they said D- we won't Donovan Mitchell, in. keeping those guys uh, in front of the defense, or the defense in front of them, rather. And they started knocking down shots over the course of the game and particularly at the end to get a 121-119 win. I imagine you're going to see that one replayed a decent amount over probably, the next uh, day or so. Wait, was it the top 10? Sports yeah, in the top it, 10 is probably it, number one. Yeah, it'll, it'll be up there. Because that I, game went back and forth. Yes, it, was it did. crazy. I've already seen it on the TNT. Obviously, it's a TNT Tuesday, so mm-hmm. they've got some basketball games. I already saw them replay that audio. I'm sure ESPN will have it. Tonight and probably tomorrow. So if you might, if you want to keep your eyes away from that one, I wouldn't blame you. And the Stars currently on another one that you might want to keep your eyes away from, as the Avs are doing work against the Stars tonight. Five to one is the score. Ouch. Logan uh, Stankoven is the young man. Stanky who, leg. That's right. Stanky leg, assisted by Jace, uh, Jace Robertson and Wyatt Johnston. 
Um, that's the only goal scored for your stars. Uh, Nathan McKinnon gets a score. Yoel Kiviranta gets a score. There's a lot of everybody gets a score for or goal rather for the Avs as Oprah, like Oprah handing exactly. Out. You get a car. You get a car. So it does look like you get a uh, goal. It does look like the stars probably going to get a loss against a um, Central Division. It's a back to back game for them. I'm, I'm not is. making excuses, but we talking about back to back in a mile high altitude. Yeah. I'm just saying it, it's just it's reality. In fact, they know it's reality so much so the teams up there like the Avs and the Broncos and, in fact, the Denver Nuggets in particular. Denver Nuggets have the actual feet written on the floor. Yes, 58-20. That's what, that's what when you or is it 52-80? Whatever it is, you it see is it on the floor, and it's a psychological reminder of, guess what? You can't breathe good, dude. Welcome to town. All right, now I got to do it. 5280. See, I knew I had it wrong. My bad, y'all. That's what they put on the floor in at the heck at the logo. That's right. To let you know, my high for sure. It is so, indeed. I, again, I I'm not saying the Stars should have won this game, but I can. I just know that's why it's a blowout. Yeah, it's definitely not looked good for your Stars in this game. Um, now I mentioned Surprise Stadium. And obviously, your Texas Rangers are tenants there. Also tenants, the Kansas City Royals. Mm-hmm. And one of the things in baseball that we've had a lot of conversation about is these new jerseys or the new manufacturing with the jerseys. Now, And the see-through uh, pants. Yeah, the pants, definitely a portion of it. But, I mean, the pants end up being the focus because that is a little bit salacious when you're talking about a level of visibility through the pants, right? Like all sorts of things can end up popping up in that in that way. But there's also other things that with the jerseys that have been kind of odd, including the the small letters, small lettering, right? Mm-hmm. That has been kind of tough to see. Um, and of course, I, I I did mention like Fanatics is manufacturing this, but like the design the design changes that have been made really were dis- put through by Nike. So Nike deserves a lot of uh, blame themselves for these things. However, one thing that was been uh, we've been alerted to, and shout out to UniWatch, was a really good about you know keeping up with all these uniform things. Apparently, the the Royals are one or uh, is the only team in MLB that actually have the full size name on back lettering compared to the smaller lettering that we have. How with did all these that happen? That is a great question because it's not an anomaly. It is something they're not using old jerseys either. Even though, as we talk about the manufacturing and Nike, not everybody. Did you know that not everybody has enough pants yet? Right, like they they have not gotten the full allotment of baseball pants. So they're gonna for all wear last year's yet. pants. In some instances, people are you wearing last year's pants? They probably prefer it that way. They should get yeah, but they are they should get themselves to a place where they have all the pants by the start of the season, March twenty sixth, I That's believe. So raggedy, but yeah, exactly. Nike out here acting like some broke boys. But mm-hmm. back to the Royals using the full size lettering, which I imagine is luxurious compared to all of the small lettering that's on these other jerseys. Apparently. The Royals basically, you know, got an exception because they really lobbied to utilize the same full size lettering before time. So they essentially get a level of like a waiver um, with the new uniforms. But they felt so strongly about that full size lettering in order for their fans to connect to their team's players. They worked with Nike and the MLB to make it possible. So they they nobody was presented with the opportunity. They just made it a big deal. And so ultimately they end up having full size lettering in a way that nobody else in MLB does. I bet you they go back. I'm talking about the rest of the teams go back to because it's like this is too controversial. Yeah, I mean, look, 
sometimes we have changes and naturally we just all dislike change. Mm -hmm. And sometimes the changes are just things that we ultimately deal with. But we've also seen instances where changes happen. They're bad enough that uh -huh. the publicity is bad. Yep. The it doesn't work. Backlash. And ultimately they go, yeah, let's just move this back. It's and called. So, it's, they remember when they came up with that new Coke? Oh yeah, new Coke. That was what. That was what, like the eighties? Something like that. And nobody talk about a marketing disaster. That's probably the biggest change of options, whatever. And nobody wanted that. They're yeah. Like, we like our Coke, like Coke. Yeah. And Not so no Pepsi. I, I do wonder, supposedly a lot of these changes are supposed to be like for performance and all those things. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how they actually do perform because that ends up, if that's the, the, the point and the reason why you supposedly made these changes, I imagine that players are going to have to speak in, in defense of them in that way that, yo, these things are working for us. And so maybe you find a middle ground or whatever. But it feels like for this season, you're probably just going to have to thug it out with what you got right now, I imagine. Except for the Royals, who will have big letters. You can read, you'll be able to read their names. It's so crazy. It is crazy. It's to get right right here on 105 through the fan. I forgot to mention this yesterday as uh, the Women's Gold Cup is going on. So if mm -hmm. you care a little bit about soccer, particularly women's soccer. Mexico. Yeah, the U.S. Women's National Team was shocked by Mexico in a 2-0 loss. Mm -hmm. um, it's the first time um, It's the first time that the U.S. has lost eight, eight straight times or something. Uh, what was that? Oh, yeah. Um, this is like 2011, 2021 or something like that. It's eight, eight in a we run eight in a row or something. I don't know. I'll have to. I'll have to I, I'm not sure exactly when. And Mexico has been make rolling sure too, right. by the way. But yes, they have. But it's the first time in 23 years that the U.S. national, U.S. women's national team has lost a game on home turf Ooh. against a Concacaf opponent. Ooh. So getting a, a team mm -hmm. of your confederation coming to the United States and beating you when it's the women's national team has not happened. It kind of speaks to the ways in which the women's national team is kind of in in middle of transition into a new era, and they fall two to nothing. Um, Are you saying some of the older ones have retired? Yeah, you're, you're kind of transitioning away from mm -hmm. some of the older uh, elder statesmen, and then now you're getting some of the younger, some young, younger ladies that are working mm -hmm. in, and but... They lose to Mexico. It is it breaks a eighty match home 80, unbeaten that's what streak. It was. I was saying eight, versus Concacaf team. So yep. yeah, the, the wild thing to see there. Very wild thing to see there last night. Historic. Another thing that was wild that I just noticed: uh, Indiana and Wisconsin playing Big Ten basketball in the college basketball ranks. I was watching on this TV here, and all of a sudden I saw people filtering out, and I was like, "That game is not over." Apparently, an Indiana basketball game was delayed. And it was evacuated due to fire alarms. It wouldn't stop? They stopped the game and evacuated the game. The, the, the fire alarms were so loud they I, couldn't keep I going? I guess not. And I, maybe, maybe, it didn't not say that, that, that there was, was actually a fire. Like an, a fire. I don't think I saw it just any said of alarms. that. It just said that there was an alarm. So it was a roughly 11-minute evacuation. Everybody then was allowed back in the building. Oh, okay. And then play resumed after a five-minute warm-up. So I think there's you probably had a stoppage for a good, like, 20 minutes thereabout mm -hmm. in that game just because the fire alarm went off. It happened at the American Airlines Center before a Mavericks game. It didn't happen during the game, but it happened, like, you know, an hour before. And people who were already there had to come leave out the building. I'd, I'd get on the microphone and say, would you please? It's, it's a matter there. of safety. Mm -hmm. And, uh, I mean, I imagine – they th those folks in Indiana probably didn't feel too bad compared to like when the when the roof leaks at the AAC sometimes and then that delay Just right. that delay takes a little bit of time yeah, doesn't it? Yeah, but they fixed that roof though. They did they completely oh. fix that roof, but that was embarrassing. It, it was tough. It was tough. Uh, what is not embarrassing is another show down here on the Get Right. See, I appreciate mm -hmm. you greatly. This is always fun. Let's do it again tomorrow.
You know what? I think I will. One more. 7 to 11. Tomorrow evening, myself, Chris Arnold, will get you covered. But, of course, you want to make sure that you're listening. 5.30 a.m. Tolo. Turn it on, leave it on. Take that seriously. Sean and RJ. Of course, Jared Sandler on pretty much all these shows during spring training. Make sure to keep you up to date with your World Series champion, Texas Rangers, as they do spring training um, in surprise. But also, don't forget, KNC Masterpiece, G-Bag Nation, they are on the ground Mm -hmm. in surprise. And we got day baseball with the Rangers in surprise stadium, so those guys will be able to give you an in-depth coverage of what's happening on the field, including also those guys are getting into the clubhouse, having conversations, all sorts of fun happening there. But again, it's the get right. We'll talk to you tomorrow evening, but until then, y'all be easy. Peace! We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.